We talked a lot yesterday about the Bank of Canada's surprisingly steep interest rate increase um, of 1%, the highest one-day jump since 1998, now sits at 2.5%, with more potentially on the way. What we hadn't really looked up or looked at is what impact it might have on the rental market, because of course, it's already very stretched. It's very expensive and very low supply in a lot of places, specifically areas like the greater Vancouver area, the Vancouver, the lower mainland, uh, the GTA, the greater Toronto area, uh, even places like Calgary have seen big rent increases. Victoria, where I am, rent is very high. Supply is very low. And, and one of the big issues here is that is that if people can't afford to buy they stay in their rentals and that clogs up the rental system even further. Uh, and of course, rents are already going up. Uh, so we want to dig into this a little bit more and joining us to do that is Paul Dennison. He's the content director for the market website, rentals.ca. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for having me, Ben. I guess rental renters aren't the first people you think of when there's an interest rate hike announcement. Uh, but this will have an impact, I imagine, or at least uh, it appears it's going to. What kind of impact will it have? Well, mostly it'll have an impact in uh, cities such as Vancouver, Toronto, uh, some of the GTA cities, uh, cities surrounding uh, Vancouver, where there's already a really, really tight rental market. Uh, You add interest rates on top of inflation, high rents, uh, low supply, and it it just adds a little bit more pain for people trying to rent a new home. How does it manifest itself in the rental market? Well, uh, I don't think immediately in a lot of cities, but I think uh, down the road, what happens is, is that higher interest rates, people can't afford a mortgage. Uh, They stay in the rental market a little bit longer. So it creates a lot more demand. Um, In the long run, though, I mean, prices with higher interest, interest rates should come down in the housing market to make it a little bit easier for people to uh, buy. But when you're in a market like Vancouver or Toronto, where the prices, even though they've gone down maybe 17, 20%, the prices are still really high and you add interest rates, that mortgage payment's still going to be really high. And I guess this is just basic supply and demand stuff too, right across the country right now, but specifically in the places you're mentioning. Exactly. Yes. Uh, again, especially Vancouver, Metro Vancouver, Toronto, GTA, Halifax, really tight markets. What um, what about other parts of the country? Because I gather we're seeing a bit of a tightening supply of a supply just about everywhere. Mostly everywhere. Rents in uh, Montreal are up. They're up in Ottawa. They're up in Winnipeg a little bit. Uh, Calgary, they're up quite a bit. And again, the demand supply uh, is is the main factor, but all of the others, the interest rates, inflation, supply chain, uh, all of that factors into this, which will make a little bit tighter rent and also a lot of higher prices. So where are we seeing the the biggest sort of shifting and, and, and how much is this different from what we traditionally knew as the renter's market? I mean, I know there's always been tight renter's market, for instance, in Victoria, where I am, uh, the rental market's always been pretty tight. But where I grew up in Montreal, the rental market was never tight. It was always, there were always a pretty plentiful uh, availability of apartments. That seems to have changed now. Right across the country, the rental market is starting, feels like it's starting to shift. Yeah, you know, during the pandemic, uh, people were staying put, there were higher vacancy rates, uh, rents had been going down. Now that we're uh, trying to get out of this pandemic, 
Uh, I don't know what uh, BA5 and some other variants might have to say about this, but uh, um, rents in most all cities are starting to shift a little bit, rising, uh, tighter demand or tighter supply, more demand. We got higher immigration uh, rates coming. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a shift in most all cities that rents are starting to rise. Where are we seeing the real pressures? Because I understand, I would imagine that for different size uh, rental units, there are different availability pressures as well. Well, during the pandemic, we saw a huge demand for larger units. Um, people were able to work from home. They wanted more room. They could, they could get out in the surrounding areas. The surrounding cities of, of the big metro areas were hurt quite a bit by this with higher rents. But now we're starting to see people go back to the cities, uh, downtown cores, there were, where the uh, smaller units are. So the smaller units are starting to pick up, the one bedrooms, the studio units. So what kind of rents are we talking here? I mean, for those who may not have been in the rental market for a while, or those who haven't been looking at what rentals are costing these days, uh, what sort of prices are we looking at in some of those bigger markets? Well, let's take, for instance, Vancouver. It's out of the 35 cities that we list on rentals.ca, Vancouver has been at the top of the list for some time now, at least a year. Uh, a one bedroom is going to cost you on an average about $2,400 and a two bedroom almost $3,600. Toronto, we're seeing about $2,200 for a one bedroom and then about $3,100 for a uh, a two-bedroom, and it kind of goes from there. But those are the two biggest markets right there. Um, Victoria, a two-bedroom is around $2,800, which uh, still is is incredibly high for for that city. Um, Let's take a look at Calgary. Calgary is a lot cheaper, but rents have really gone up there. So, you know, you're going to be paying up to maybe – 1800 or more for a two-bedroom, maybe about uh, $1,500, $1,600 for a, a one-bedroom. Do you have any idea of what's driving stuff up in Calgary suddenly? Well, they've had a lot of uh, uh, units that have gone on the market, newer units. Uh, I think it's just a lot of people have moved to Calgary. I think there's just a whole lot more demand there than what there has been in the past. Uh, one thing that that is obvious in this is that you know those who can least afford these rising prices are often the ones who get caught out by them. So this is this I imagine is is an unequal. The, the impact of this is felt unequally uh, across the country by by people in different income brackets. Obviously, very much so. Uh, the lower end of the market, people who are in fixed incomes, are hurt by this. And take for example, uh, surrounding cities of Toronto in Montreal where people have lived for a long time. Uh, let's take, for instance, maybe the city of, um, oh, let's pick Kingston, or we could look again at maybe a, a city like um, London in sure in um, Ontario. People have been living there for a long, long time and renting, and, and all of a sudden they either are forced to move or they have to move, and they're looking at, rent increases of maybe 500 plus dollars a month because what they're used to paying has been driven up now by people moving from the GTA to these cities and the rents are just outrageous. 
And of course, one thing that we do notice is that uh, I imagine the market demands what the market demands, right? So if you're a landlord and you're all of a sudden find yourself with a vacant unit, you're going to check out what everyone else is charging and charge accordingly, even if your mortgage is low or your mortgage is paid off, right? You're just going to charge market value. Yeah, exactly. That's what most do. And I mean, I don't, I don't speak for all landlords, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they'll look at the market and see what people are, are getting for their units and they'll try to charge the exact same thing. Paul Dennison, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it, Ben.